Hello Cryptonauts and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host Blockchain John with my co-host Jake Jabarelli and Cryptonaut Mike. What an awesome day to be around. Even though the total market cap did not surpass $3 trillion today, I'm sure it will. No worries. I'm not concerned. I feel that it's going to pass $3 trillion in a matter of days. Alright, so with that said... We got yourself a top 10 uh, daily stats as well as your crypto news of the day. With that said, enjoy. Check us out on Discord and YouTube. Enjoy the episode. Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I am your host, Blockchain John, with my co-host, Jake Jabarelli and Cryptonaut Mike. We just got done wrapping up an interview with uh, Nigel Clark. Mike, Jake, what did you guys think about that? Pretty good. It was pretty Enjoyed nice. it. That guy's, that guy's cool. Um, looking forward to maybe talking with him again at some point. But yeah, it's a good, good, good interview. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it was good. Overall, it was good. Uh, it was like what, like 9 p.m. his time, and like, what was it, noon our time? So we're enjoying the nice, uh, nice good weather out here at his at his house, at his little cot uh, cottage cottage, right? His cottage it's all dark and gloomy. Yeah, 650 year old cottage he lives in there on the east coast of uh, the British Isles. <laughs> yeah. So for the the viewers and listeners, if you want, you can head on over to that uh, YouTube video that we posted up. All right, go ahead, Jake. Alrighty, well, uh, this content is for entertainment purposes only. Any comments made by the hosts or guests on the show is not considered financial advice. Perfect, thank you. Let's go ahead and get started with the top 10 market cap provided by CoinGecko.com. First one we have is, of course, Bitcoin settling at $63,008.59 with a 7-day gain of 1.8%. And a market cap of $1.18 trillion. Second place, Ethereum settling at $4,610.86 with a 7-day gain of 6.7% and a market cap of $545 billion. Number three, Binance Coin settling at $647.60 with a 7-day gain of 22.9%. Awesome. And a market cap of $108 billion. Solana coming in fourth place with the market cap with the close yeah with the market price of two hundred fifty dollars and twelve cents and a seven day gain of twenty nine point four percent and a market cap of seventy five billion dollars. Number five, Tether settling at one dollar of course with a seven day no gain no loss and a market cap of seventy three billion dollars. Number six, Cardano. Settling at $2.02 with a 7-day gain of 3.6% and a market cap of $64 billion. Number 7, XRP. Settling at $1.21 with a 7-day gain of 13% and a market cap of $57 billion. Number 8, Polkadot. Settling at uh, $52.07 with a 7-day gain of 21.9% and a market cap of... $54 $54 billion. Number nine, Dogecoin. Coming back in the top 10, huh? 
with settling at 26 cents with a seven day loss of 0.5% and a market cap of $35 billion. Number 10, USD coin settling at $1 with a seven day loss of 0.3% and a market cap of $34 billion. All right. That there. Shiba Inu has been kicked out of the top ten because it keeps falling in, in value. It's really dropped quite a bit. Yeah, but, uh, I think it topped out. I think at seventy five, uh, seventy five hundred of of a penny. Oh. A point, uh, triple or quadruple zero seventy five. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it, it went up pretty high and it's fallen back down. Like it, it's funny because it's been going exactly the opposite of what the, everything else on the market's been going. Seems like it's the anode it's the, the the opposite you know it's like whatever the market does it goes the other way right when, <laughs> so the, when, when the market, market goes down when the market go was, back up again <laughs> right when the market was going down shiba was going up interesting okay. and then we got terra avalanche chain linked litecoin is coming back up wow 16th huh yeah moving up little by little uh polygon 19th algorand axie v chain yep a bunch of good coins so, man Neither John nor I was correct about uh, the market cap hitting three trillion. Never really hit that. Yeah, it came close. Look at that; it's pretty it dang close, it. man. Pretty dang close. So it looks like <laughs> the, the top the top prediction without going over is Mike, who predicted it would yep, happen yep. in November. <laughs> <laughs> All right, market cap right now is settled at uh, your overall total market cap is settled at two point nine two trillion dollars, up by two point two percent. All right, make sure you collect your daily candies. If you don't have a CoinCapital account, you should definitely get one. It's free to get set up. You collect your daily candies. As you collect them, you're able to get some free rewards, such as some awesome NFTs. They're free, man. You just you just uh, exchange your, your coins for them. Uh, free books, free digital books here. Uh, let me see. There's some discounts on some services here. Yeah, that's that. All right, Jake. And remember, if you appreciate our content, we would appreciate a like and possibly a subscribe. And if you would like to get updates, you can hit the notification bell. We post every Wednesday and Sunday. We also have our uh, interviews on Thursdays, although this one was today because of uh, time constraints. And then we also do Crypto Chill and Chat, which will be on Twitter, not on Discord. Twitter Live uh, every right. Sunday, every other Sunday, pardon me. Uh, if you would like to, please come and check us out on Discord. There's always a lot of activity on Discord, and we really appreciate you. We've been doing this uh, with the coin drop, right? Mm -hmm. John, we're going to continue with that, uh, the rainbow drop from uh, C3 Media. Uh, we're on Patreon as well now. You can support us there at $3, $5, or $10. Uh, the higher the support level, the more content you will receive. If you would like to support the platform in other ways, such as through cryptocurrency itself, we accept Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, and Basic Attention Token, or BAT. All the links are in the description at the bottom of whatever media you're listening to, Anchor, <laughs> YouTube, etc. All right. Back to you, John. Cool. Let's start off with the first news article provided by Decrypt.co, written by Tim Haki. Ethereum gas fees plummet while prices soar. Ethereum gas fees have been plummeting in the last five days as price of the currency edges towards its all-time high of $4,465 set on Wednesday this week. At the time of writing, Ethereum trades for $4,626. Uh -huh. uh, the average transaction fee is $37.19, marking, uh, marking a 33.5% reduction from Tuesday when the average gas fee was on Ethereum was $56. On top of that, the net network's hash rate continues to soar to new heights. 
hash rate determines the network's computing power. On Monday, Ethereum's hash rate hit 812,769 giga hashes. By Wednesday, that figure ballooned to a new high of 821,207 giga hashes, according to Etherscan. Hold on a second. I'm kind of curious. Isn't isn't uh, Ravencoin doesn't Ravencoin have a higher uh, hash rate than this? No, definitely not. Definitely not. No. Okay. It's really hard to mine it, so no. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. I think Ravencoin's at ten. Ten giga hashes. No, not even giga hash. Ten mega <laughs> mega hashes. Okay, I don't know. I thought I saw something like that. Or maybe it's another project. Anyways. So there's a lot of new uh, figures to digest, but what do they mean? Although the hash rate has increased, the lower transaction fees could indicate lessening demand. And while the price of computing power of Ethereum might be sky high right now, another metric has dropped off considerably in the last four days. Trading volume. On Wednesday, there was just over $21 billion worth of trades made on Ethereum. By Saturday, that figure dropped off significantly Ethereum had a trading volume of about $14 billion. In that time, Ethereum also lost $10 billion from its market capitalization, which currently stands at around $534 billion. Still, Ethereum stands will point to the network's burgeoning NFT scene, an economy which has this year attracted household brands like Marvel, Visa, and Budweiser into the fold, alongside NFT-established brands like NBA and Fantasy Soccer Game, so rare. The Chicago Mercantile Exchange also announced on Tuesday that it will start trading Ethereum microfutures derivatives in December, enabling traders to make such smaller trades than Ethereum's current uh, Ethereum's future contracts allows. Ethereum is also laying the groundwork for a major network upgrade, Ethereum 2.0, as uh, promises significantly higher speeds, lower gas fees, and much greener carbon footprint. At the end of last month, Ethereum upgraded its beacon chain. The introduction of staking into the Ethereum ecosystem paves the way for the merge, a still unconfirmed date when the Ethereum will jettison its energy-intensive proof-of-work consensus mechanism for the greener trappings of -of proof-of-stake consensus mechanism. So demand for Ethereum might have dropped off a little, and a higher hash rate may have reduced the load of, of the network, but fees rise and fall all the time, and there's plenty left to look forward to on Ethereum. Well said. Well said. Yeah, that's one of the problems in general. I've, I've, the main reason I don't hold Ethereum for myself is the price of, of trading it. It's like, unless you're trading 10,000 or 100,000 in ETH, like, it's, it's just too expensive. So So what do you use as an alternative? Um, I well, the problem is a lot of things are on ETH, right? So I still have to do it at some point. It's, it's annoying. I think the most I've ever spent when I was trying to participate in pool, pool together, mm-hmm. um, I moved like 500, roughly 500 in, in uh, US dollar equivalent over to uh, <laughs> over to pool together. And it cost me 100. I was just like, oh, wow. <laughs> so freaking expensive. And then the irony was when I moved some more coin later on a different coin over on the network that was right after london went through mm-hmm. and the the cost at that time was like i think it was a buck <laughs> i was like if only i'd known oh why did i do this so 
Alright. Yeah, right now, I'm looking at East Gas Station. I'm literally looking at it right now. If I want to do a refresh real quick here. EastGasStation.info says the fastest transfer right now on ETH is 58 cents. 58 cents. Yeah, less than a buck. <laughs> but but what does that consist of? Because there, obviously the price of transaction varies depending on what data you're trying to push through. If it's a smart contract, if it's a simple, if it's a simple Ethereum transaction, if it's like layer two, layer two transactions, like uh -huh. different things are, are higher or lower. But I was saying, if you're just trying to move stuff, that's where it is. Like I was trying to uh, add uh, one of my tokens to uh, Uniswap. And just adding the token, just so you know, the Uniswap protocol could use that token was thirty bucks, and it's still thirty bucks. And it's like I, I just want to use this. I don't want to transfer anything with it. I just want to use this at some future point. And they're like, no, nope, thirty dollars. It's like, why is that thirty dollars and the price to transfer Ethereum fifty eight cents? It, it just it's so weird. I mean, it's the thing that other other platforms are trying to change, like Hedera. We talked about Hedera today, right? Mm -hmm. Really nice if if Ethereum could vote to make the transaction fee not so dependent on on the mass that you're sending. So it's like sending a hundred thousand, or let's say sending you know two hundred ETH. The fee is pretty low, um, and that was true even back when you know we sending two hundred ETH was you know worth two hundred bucks or less. Um, but now it's you know the price is high and the cost of gas is high. So the little people are squeezed out. Yep. The people who don't have a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Sorry. You want to take the next one? I would like, sure. This is from Ben Munster. A con con conversation with the Wasi, the bizarre obsession of crypto traders on Twitter. If you have taken so much, if you, ha yeah, if you have taken so much as a cursory glance at crypto Twitter, you may have noticed the phenomenon of the Wasi. Loved by the crypto traders, the Wasi is a fictional creature who typically takes the form of Pepe-like frog sporting a red baseball cap looking rather downbeat. It is highly destructible and dies violently every two weeks before rising from the ashes phoenix-like, his predecessor's memory intact. An infinite supply of Wasis is said to be, to be kept on ice, <laughs> to be defrosted in a microwave when the prevailing one is terminated. His kind originated from the most radioactive parts of the planet. Yes, same origin as Godzilla, basically. There's a, a, a tweet for those of you watching. Uh, can Sam, someone please explain to me what the uh, Wazi is? <laughs> well, you might say, but huh? Well, that's the last part. And the sh shite about the radioactive origin was told by the veritable Wazi celebrity crypto Twitter account with over 116,000 followers named Inverse Bra. Which has sort of a role played the Wasi character for years and is the main popularizer of its myths. Here's another video. There's a video you can watch if you like. A few weeks ago, I uh, reached out to Inverse Bra because I wanted to understand a fairly inscrutable phenomenon that has developed over the past few years. Crypto Twitter's eminences and tryhards alike constantly tag him when they want to call out tweets that are amusing, cutting, obscurely, technical, moronic, or just plain cringe. When Inverse Bra approves, he dutifully screenshots and tweets the post he has been tagged under. Why isn't somebody putting this in an NFT format so they can remember them? Oh wait, that's just my commentary. Uh, sometimes he comments typically ungrammatically, but surprisingly poignant. Sometimes he doesn't. Inverse Bra acts accordingly to a temperament not understood by mere mortals. 
kind of like Q. No, uh, last week he worked himself into a lather about plain old, uh, plain full, a plane full of furies. Furries, excuse me, furries. Uh, earlier it was confounding technical analysis of a perpetual futures chart of a small cap altcoin. And here's a tweet about that. Wildly shared commentary. He has made uh, has made inverse bra and Wazi characters he embodies tremendously popular. A genuine global phenomenon. When's the Wazi coin coming out? Hmm, just like Squid Coin, right? <laughs> it began at the height of the multi-year bear market, and most people were uh, miserable. He told me this light-hearted fun uh, was welcomed by most. Today, while we are while there are others who identify as Wasis, they are garden variety or common Wasis of no account. There is only one true inverse bra Wasi. He's known as Smolting. Small thing. Smolting. Yeah. Here's some more tweets. He is, in a way, the soul of Crypto Twitter, a vessel for its eternal memory. And this, this article goes on and on and on and on. I'm not going to read it all goes of it. You forever, can, <laughs> can continue on and reading the other uh, things. If you know what this is, you probably have seen it. If you haven't known and you're, this, this is new to you, you may or may not want to check out who uh, Inverse Pra and Wasi actually are. But it's kind of like a, a bellwether or a. a, a, a so it's like Wasi, like, a, like an off breed of, of Pepe? I guess that's what they've made him out to be. It's kind of a, a meme of a meme of a meme of a meme of a meme. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, that's what the this, meme of memes. That's what the metaverse is all about, man. It's, 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 it's meme upon meme upon meme. Anyways, I'm <clears throat> going to uh, step aside and let someone else talk because my headset's running out of power. So Uh-oh. Right back. All right, Mike. Go ahead and take the next one. Yep. So this next article is by Tim Hackey, and it's JP Morgan spinoff. Kadrina hits all-time highs after rising 210% this week. Kadrina set new all-time highs of $18.38 in the early hours this morning as prices rose more than 43% in the last 24 hours, around 210% in the last week. In the space of 10 hours, setting new record, Kadrina has suffered nearly 10% pullback and currently trades at a profit or at a price of $17.10. Chances are you might not have heard of this coin. It is, after all, the 64th largest cryptocurrency by market cap. But this particular Brooklyn-based crypto project has high ambitions. Kadrina's hybrid blockchain launched Kadena. in January of last year. Oh, sorry, how do you say it? Kadena. Kadena's hybrid blockchain launched January of last year. The project was founded by two former JP Morgan employees, Stuart Papoy and Will Martino who both led J.P. Morgan's Blockchain Center for Excellence, the American Investment Bank's in-house blockchain team. <clears throat> a central component is the company's private chain, Kuro, a public chain and an open source smart contract language called PACT that enables anyone with a rudimentary understanding of programming to draft their own smart contracts. That's pretty cool. It claims to be more affordable and more scalable than its competitors, Sure, there's no end to blockchain projects claiming to be the next Ethereum with cheaper gas fees as faster transaction processing speeds. Solana has been doing that great this week. It boasts about 50,000 transactions per second on Ethereum's 14 TPS, but Kadrina's promises, promises much more. Uh, did I say Kadena? You said Kadrina. Kadrina. <laughs> 
Kadena claims to be able to handle a staggering 480,000 transactions per second thanks to the use of brained, branded trains? Braided chains. Braided chains. Braided, braided chains, sorry. Uh, the blockchain combines 20 subchains to support the transactions on its main chain, just thus increasing the blockchain's hash rate by a factor of 20. So that's sharding, mm. right? Yeah, that's what, that's what it sounds like, yeah. That's what it is, sharding. They did sharding. Nice. Uh, it also boasts nominal transaction fees and claims to have introduced the first crypto gas station to enable businesses to eliminate consumer transaction fees. It plans to hard fork uh, and establish blockchains with up to 100 subchains working in parallel in the near future. It may not be as popular as Cardano, Cardano Ethereum, and Polkadot, but it certainly is a speed demon. Hmm. That's, that's the article. That's interesting. What what kind of caught my attention was this little section here. A central component of Cadena, uh, I was gonna say Cadena, of Cadena is the company's private chain Kuro. Okay, now I don't know what you think about this, but basically, it sounds like you can't have your smart contract unless you go through this private Kuro. Right? Or am, yeah. I, am I not reading that right? I think you're reading that right. Isn't so? That's that's. I don't know how I feel about that. But then there's that next section there that says open source smart contracts. So uh, a language called Pact. So uh, you, obviously you got to learn the code, the Pact code, the Pact language, in order to create the smart contract. That then you have to um, kind of give to Kuro. In order for them to verify if it's if it's good enough to be on the Cadena network, right? Right. I don't know about that. I don't know. I don't know if I feel. I I, I feel some kind of way about it, but it's not a good feeling. Mm. I totally agree. But the whole. Strategy... I mean, the first red flag for me was J.P. Morgan spinoff. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. So this has been around for a while then, huh? That's right. I remember this J.P. Morgan centralized uh, uh, project going on for a long time. Uh, it says they launched uh, Cadena, Cadena's hybrid blockchain launched in January last year. Now, they, I think they've been on this for a while, for a good while, J.P. Morgan. Even, yeah. Even when J.P. Morgan was telling people, hey, do not buy crypto, literally the same day, they're on the back end developing their own blockchain, their, their, their centralized blockchain which I'm like, what the hell? Okay, obviously they're stacking sets. Yeah. And this was when uh, I think uh, Bitcoin was at like, it was like $5,000, I think, at the time. So they've been around for a while working on this project. All right. Next news written by Mason Marcobello. Marcobello. Jake, are you back or are you still having. Uh, can you guys hear me okay? Oh, yeah, perfect. Thank you. Good. Alrighty. All right. This week on Crypto Twitter, Kylie Jenner, Michael Saylor, and NFT NYC. Mm. Oh, nice. Okay. Let's see. The annual NFT NYC conference took center stage this week on Crypto Twitter, swar swarming feeds with NFTs faster than people could mint them. But sift through the noise, and there's even more going on this week. Read on to find out. Monday. On Monday, Michael Saylor, co-founder of U.S. software company MicroStrategy, tweeted in recognition of the 13th annual Bitcoin's White Paper Day, 
happy hashtag Bitcoin white paper day. He tweeted also <clears throat> hashtag Ravencoin white paper day. He tweeted in reference to the day before when Bitcoiners commemorated the publication of Satoshi Nakamoto Bitcoin's white paper on October 31st, 2008. Sailors tweeted feature a clip, a clip, a clip from an associated collective of 159 accredited Bitcoiners coming together to narrate the Bitcoin voice paper, a 24-minute read-through of the Bitcoin white paper. We are all Satoshi, they declared. But the Bitcoin community wasn't the only one celebrating. Ethereum also ha had its moment of glory when fans tweeted about the highest ever monthly close for ETH with a price of $4,324. Tuesday, although the annual NFT event brought droves of NFTs enthusiasts to Times Square, plus celebrities like Chris Rock and the, and the Strokes, many more were supporting from afar. Here's a tweet from Steve. Uh, last night, I was at a private party with an open bar where Aziz, 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 Aziz uh, and Ansari introduced Beck. The Strokes perform, performed Questlove, did a set, then Lil Baby closed out the night. We throw the wor word utility around a lot in entities. What at Board 8 YC did last night that was utility. Cool. Those unable to attend in person could enjoy the next best thing. Daily status updates from influencers, including Jim One, Jimmy Eth, and uh, Farouk. It's a lot. It's a lot to take in. Dot dot dot. Wow. Tweeted Farouk. Uh, on the same day, Ethereum names name service a oh yeah 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 I remember this a domain <laughs> a domain registrar that converts length, lengthy public keys to domain names like decrypt.eth announced the launch of its upcoming DAO. The DAO will be powered by airdropped ENS tokens. ENS has, excuse me, uh, as explained in the Mirror article by ENS Director of Operations Brantley Milligan, the DAO will help regulate how much .eth domains should cost and how to distribute funds from the community treasury. ENS tokens holders could receive future revenue depending on their contributions and role. Although the token claim claiming will not open until November 8th, ENS has started to accept applications for their DAO delegates. Wednesday, when Jordan Belfort announced his dive into NFT Twitter last week, lots of people were worried that the Wolf of Wall Street would muddy the waters. This week, a holder of a great board yacht club NFT called Willie, Willie the Degen furthered a growing disdain of the elite and their involvement in NFTs. The NFT owner blocked American socialite and businesswoman Kylie Jenner after she sent the collector a private message asking if he'd be willing to sell his bored ape number 7016, a pink, <laughs> a pink furry ape wearing Elton John's heart sunglasses or the halo to boot. Mm. And there it is. Barely see it, but there it is. Let's see if we can pull it up here give me a second for those that are seeing this on youtube there you go let's see here we go oh man it doesn't show oh well all right let's go back uh, okay willie said that he blocked kylie to preserve the sub subversive nft culture that has started several years ago but not everyone supported him a mutant ape collector called Jerry Garbanzo replied that it was clout was a clout move blocking Jenner prevented something positive he said public exposure to, for the NFTs that stand against the uh, hi hierarchical walled 
Gardens of Wall Street and Big Tech. Kylie Jenner is blocked. Wow, I can't believe you blocked Kylie Jenner. That's crazy. On Wednesday, the price of Ethereum climbed even further than on Monday, setting a, a new all-time high of $4,664. The bullish price run promoted even more hype-based tweets from the de from dedicated ETH supporters speculating that the price of the protocol could rise as high as $5,000 on the same day. It did not. Thursday, speculations about a bull run for NFTs and Ethereum aside was even more strange activity surrounding the trading activity of CryptoPunks on Thursday. Remember the record-breaking 534, excuse me, 532 million dollar sale of Punk number 9998 last week. This week, something even stranger happened. Someone sold Punk number 8424 sold for 99 cents. Why? It could be anything from money laundering to tax evasion. Speculators deducted that it could also be uh, also a byproduct of an accursed fat finger slip-up whereby some people accidentally accepted unwarranted trades like when Punk 7557 sold for 4.4444 ETH instead of 444 ETH earlier this week. Oh, no, 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 no. Friday. On Friday, the VP of product at Coinbase, Sanchan Saxena, shared a sneak peek of Coinbase's upcoming NFT marketplace a video of the landing page showed you how you can create a profile by signing in with Coinbase or any other self-custody wallet like MetaMask. Nice. I got to see this. Hold on. Let's play this real quick. It's two hey minutes. Hey, everybody. This is Sanchez Saxena, VP of product at Coinbase. And Let's fast forward that a bit. For Coinbase NFT. There's a lot to talk about. In Actually, sh should I play this whole video? We only have a couple articles. Should I just play the whole, whole two-minute video, you guys? Sure. Yeah, hey everybody, this is Sanchez Saxena, VP of product at Coinbase, and today I am going to give you a sneak peek of Coinbase NFT. What you see on your screen is the landing page for Coinbase NFT. There's a lot to talk about in subsequent videos, but in this one, I would like to focus on how easy it is for anybody to sign in and get started with Coinbase NFT. When you hit sign in, you can either sign in with a self-custody wallet like MetaMask or Coinbase Wallet, or you can sign in using your Coinbase credentials buy any NFT and then custody it with Coinbase as well. I'm gonna use Coinbase Wallet as an example in this demo, and I'll be able to connect very easily using my Coinbase Wallet credentials. Once connected, I will be prompted for some basic information, first of which would be your username. This is a unique username reserved for you on the platform. Your email will be used for just notifications about drops, etc., and you'll be able to select a profile photo either from your laptop or a PFP from your wallet as well. And your name and bio will be optional. Once done, you will be prompted to select the NFTs that you want to showcase on your Coinbase NFT profile. Here, you will see all the NFTs you have created or you own, and you'll be able to easily uncheck any NFT that you do not want to show up on your Coinbase NFT profile. Once done, a beautifully created and curated profile will be created for you and you'll be able to showcase this profile by sharing it on Twitter, Facebook, whatever it might be, and bring all your friends back to this profile to showcase all the amazing NFTs you own. If you click on the hidden tab, which will only be shown to you, you'll be able to see all the hidden NFTs from your wallet that are not shown to the world. 
Last but not the least, this profile is someplace where people come to follow you and get all the updates from you. And that's pretty much it for this demo. Let me know what you think in the comment section. Thanks, everybody. Perfect. Yeah, looks like Coinbase is going to take over the NF uh, NFT marketplace, huh? The, Out of curiosity, hey, did, you guys, did you hear anything? Because I didn't hear anything that yeah, entire So day. Yeah, so the, actually the audio is not doesn't go through uh, Discord, but for the viewers and listeners out there, they'll be able to hear it. The marketplace okay. lets you create a profile that looks like Instagram and Facebook. You can choose which NFTs show up on your profile as well as show your number of followers and who you're following and recognition of the creator that shared their work with upcoming platform. Uh, San Chen concluded that the thread by giving special thanks to a handful of names like Ponderware, creator of Mooncats, Forgotten Rune, and Daniela uh, Atfield. I think that's it, right? Yeah, that's it. Cool. I mean, if you guys haven't subscribed for Coinbase NFTs, definitely uh, check them out at coinbase.com forward slash NFT. All right, next news article. Jake. All righty, so next article, sorry. Uh, Solana, yeah, Solana hits all-time high of $260. Another article by Tim Hockey. Actually, let's skip that one. What do you think? We should skip that one. The next one looks really good. Okay, I don't know. Let me pull back here. Because, I mean, we know. Congress. Yeah, we know the price. We just talked about it. Yeah. <laughs> Another article by Tim Hockey. Congress passes a $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill paving a way for extra crypto taxes in the U.S. Oh, boy, this mm. is so exciting. Congress has passed a $1.2 trillion bill to improve America's infrastructure through a variety of measures, including taxing crypto brokers. Yeah, oh, wait, I don't know if that's good. The bill, which passed Congress with a final vote of 228 to 206, signals a historic moment for crypto in the United States. Drafting the legislation, senators inserted a provision that changes the Internal Revenue Service's definition of a broker to include organizations that trade crypto assets. That means that if the bill is signed off by President Biden, central centralized crypto exchanges like Coinbase will be considered brokers and will have to report their transactions directly to the IRS. Now, they already knew this and they're already getting out people's cases. If you have a Coinbase account, they're already asking all this crap about you. I know because they already asked me. Brokers will have to file a 1099 form disclosing the names and addresses of all their customers. It's thought that the government would be able to raise an extra $28 billion in taxes in, through crypto as a result of the proposed reporting requirements. When the bill was being drafted, crypto companies voiced their concern that the new definition of a broker, if interpreted illiberally, could incorporate crypto miners, validators, and even crypto wallet companies and dApp developers. Uh, given the decentralized anonymity pardon me, of a vast swath of crypto, cryptoverse, meeting tougher reporting requirements is unfeasible. At the beginning of August, when the legislation was, beginning, was being drafted, the Senate rejected an amendment to exempt non-custodial crypto entities from the new tax reporting requirement. The Toomey Warner Loomis Cinema Portman Amendment wanted to clarify that non-custodial actors such as miners, validators, wallet providers, and protocol developers would not be required to report to the IRS. Senator Richard Shelby attempted to piggyback his own amendment, a proposed $50 billion increase in the military spending, onto the very longly named pro proposal. <coughs> Senator wow. Toomey <laughs> then asked 
the room for unanimous approval unanimous approval but senator bernie sanders torpedoed it look at him sitting in his chair with his gloves sorry senator ted cruz then asked for the provisions on cryptocurrencies to be dropped senator shelby then tried to tack his military spending amendment on to cruises but when cruz refused shelby rejected the amendment a cryptocurrency advocacy group called the proof of stake alliance or posa which posa that just sounds bad counts solana and coinbase custody among its members published a report in september detailing an overlooked amendment of the tax code section blah 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 included in a infrastructure bill that makes it a felony to incorrectly report the receiving of digital assets now americans already report their crypto gains to the irs as with any investment but the posa report argued that the bill will mean they will have to report the receival of any digital assets worth over $10,000 by including the identity and social security number of the actor making the payment. Failure to do so within 15, 15 days is a felony. What's more, the amendment to section 6050I, which I said earlier, could even be considered unconstitutional. Tax code currently obliges anyone who received 10 grand in cash to report it to the IRS. Fiat money, this obligation is constitutional because a bank acts as a third party, but in the peer-to-peer -peer world of cryptocurrency transactions, authorities would need a warrant under the Fourth Amendment, according to Coin Center Research Director Peter von Valkenberg. While the Treasury has clarified that it will not interpret the new legislative definition of a broker to include non-custodial crypto actors, there are still clearly many things for the government to clarify before crypto investors are satisfied with the bill. However, if the president gives his approval, it will be a fait accompli for the IRS. Hmm. Sorry to say. Bad news. Bad, yeah. bad, bad news. Yep, yep, yep. I just have to, you know, if you, how do I put it exactly? The way somebody, uh, IRS, the tax attorney talked to me a couple of years ago about this very thing, and he said that the eventuality will basically have to come down to the same way that, that the wealthy currently manage their funds, and that is don't have to pay taxes on it until it becomes fiat. So if you keep your assets as assets permanently, as long as you possibly can, and you don't do anything with them or move them around or do anything at all, then you pay taxes on them and not mm -hmm. until then. But the way that this is going, it's looking like they're going to say, no, you have to do it all the time. And they're right. like, no, 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 no. That's not going to work. So someone's going to fight this. Yeah. Probably vehemently. Just, just, it's time to move to the moon. <laughs> yeah. Or the Seychelles. Seychelles, for sure. Is there any other articles? Mike, <laughs> you got to pull one more. Oh, I'm, I'm good. Uh, that was enough for today, right? Or that was all today's, right? Yeah, but let's do one more. Come on. You got this, Mike. Come on. How about uh, FBI yeah. issues <sighs> crypto ATM warning amid increased. I, I got one. Uh, Jack in the Box sues FTX over Moonman mascot. Jack in the Box is suing FTX over its new mascot, claiming that the crypto exchange is ripping off its own bald-headed mascot. And honestly, they look pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, in brief, Burger Joint Jack in the Box filed a lawsuit against FTX crypto exchange. JITB started or stated that FTX character infringes on the intellectual property of its mascot. This is going to be very interesting to see how this case unfolds. 
U.S. burger joint Jack in the Box is suing crypto exchange FTX over Moonman, its new mascot that the fast food chain claims looks eerily similar to the ping pong ball headed clown that's been flipping burgers since 1994. In a complaint last week, Jack in the Box complained that FTX's Moonman is intended to exploit uh jack in the ba- jack in the box's valuable intellectual property and trade on their goodwill and it's long-standing and well organized well recognized jack what are your guys thoughts on that uh is it similar there's some similarities there but from my understanding if you have just if you can modify your character to be slightly different which in this case there is some some differences there I think that they're going to be able to get away with this. Yeah. Right. It's it's a prior art and whether or not it's intended to confuse. If it's intended to confuse, then they have a case. If it's not intended to confuse, they don't have a case. Yeah. Like if someone's going to look at this other guy and say, oh, that's obviously Jack in the Box's mascot. Um, I don't think anyone will. No. But if... if if anybody looks at it and goes, "Oh, that's Jack in the Box," and and then and then that person steals from Jack in the Box by having confused people with their mascot, at their new fake mascot, then Jack in the Box has a case. But I think Jack in the Box is just jumping in the gun, and like, "Oh, how dare they!" It's like, "No, you're just being a jerk-ass big corporation." Yeah, I think uh, first of all, I think FTX kind of dropped the ball on this one. That thing looks cracked out it, it doesn't it doesn't look good at all to be honest that mascot is horrible yeah yeah jack is the best midnight sandwiches anyways good jake close us out all righty uh we appreciate everyone who's been listening and or watching from, from the youtube uh account and uh, if you appreciate our content, you can like this video and subscribe to our channel. And you can check out our notifications on Wednesday and Sunday. And of course, on uh, on Thursdays, a lot of Thursdays, although this Thursday we didn't because we have moved it to Sunday. We have interviews all the way to the end of the year. Check out those interviews. It's really great content when it comes to those interviews. I know a lot of people have been really appreciating that. Uh, please come join us in Discord. The links are in the uh, description. We have a new Patreon as well. There's a 3 a 5 and a $10 uh, subscription model. Uh, the higher the model that you subscribe to, and this is through US dollars, of course, uh, the more content you get. We are doing uh, AMAs as well as additional information from uh, people who are in our various interviews that we've done so far. And if you don't want to donate to those, we appreciate Bitcoin, Ethereum, Binance, or BAT. All the links are in the description below. Awesome. Thanks. Next week's interview is with uh, Degen Smokers on November 11th. Stay tuned for that. With that said, Cryptonauts, until next time, stack sats and huddle. Adios.